0: United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Frank Alm is senior expert on Northeast Asia at the U.S. Institute of Peace, here to talk a little North Korea. Good morning, Frank.
1: Good morning, Julie.
0: Appreciate you being here. Um, so President Xi of China is in the news a lot these days, consolidating his power. And one of the one of the things he has undertaken is to write to Kim Jong Un and urge cooperation and unity. That seems a little ominous, even though we we know that they're allies and, and that that's a relationship. But the last thing you want is a world superpower helping out North Korea more. Well,
1: I think um, you know, the two countries have been uh, partners and in some cases allies for uh, many decades. And I think in recent years, as uh, China has been uh, growing more isolated and North Korea as well. Uh, they've taken to uh, assisting each other even more. North Korea certainly needs China's assistance in terms of uh, uh, humanitarian assistance, uh, food, heavy fuel oil. Uh, China is North Korea's main trading partner and then vice versa. Um, North Korea has been signaling um, uh, support and um, friendship with China in recent years. So I think it's, it's making sense as both countries become more isolated.
0: Hmm. Uh, is there? It, do you see anything ominous in it or anything to worry about?
1: No. Again, like I said, uh, this has been the, the growing pattern uh, over the last uh, several years. Um, I think both countries are trying to find areas to support as they feel like uh, the international community is, is is mobilizing to develop a coalition against uh, these countries. So I, I don't see it as any, anything more ominous than what we've seen uh, over the last decade or so. Oh, all
0: right. Well, I will I will take it off my list of things to be concerned about. Um, in the meantime, South Korea uh, kicking off some military drills uh, this following that's sort of a bit of a uh, Menace air airspace menace from North Korea last week. Right. I,
1: so over the last several months, North Korea has been conducting uh, many provocative activities. Uh, Forty ballistic missile tests uh, this year, which is the most in any year for North Korea, uh, as well as uh, artillery exercises and uh, air exercises as well. And a lot of these are meant to. Uh, signal its displeasure with recent actions taken by the United States and South Korea. Uh, the alliance has conducted uh, its own uh, military exercise to demonstrate their resolve against the North Korean threat, including uh, a trilateral anti-submarine uh, exercise uh, with Japan, uh, as well as the, the, the bigger major exercise that's conducted in August. Um, so. There's many reasons why North Korea conducts these activities, including protesting uh, things that are done uh, by the United States and South Korea, but also to demonstrate its military deterrence. Um, They know that they're likely won't be engaging with the United States in the near future. uh, So they've uh, set upon a military development plan uh, that focuses on increasing its deterrence capabilities. And also they think, you know, in the the chance that they do... uh, Return to negotiations with the United States. They want to be able to increase their leverage, increase this arsenal, so that they may be able to have some things to negotiate away when they are in talks with the United States.
0: And uh, some of the things that they would like uh, are those sanctions to be lifted and other moves by the United States.
1: Yes. So remember uh, back in uh, February 2019 in Hanoi. Um, This was the last uh, major set of negotiations that North Korea had with the United States. They were expecting uh, a lot of things in return for some of the things that they had offered back in 2018. Um, They were hoping for some uh, uh, relief of major sanctions that were imposed on North Korea uh, since 2016 that would allow them to continue their uh, export industry. Uh, The U.S. decided in Hanoi that that deal wasn't uh, good for the United States and the international community. And so now North Korea feels a little bit betrayed. They feel like uh, they deserve some of these things uh, in response to uh, things like ending uh, their nuclear testing and long-range missile testing. So uh, they're trying to hold hold out for talks that are uh, on uh, uh, better terms for North Korea.
0: Frank, do you see what's happening now as just a uh, part of a continuum or is there something unique uh, or, or concerning about this latest eruption of shooting missiles into the ocean and whatnot?
1: Yeah, I, I don't wanna say that we, we are becoming desensitized to these activities, uh, but they do uh, fall into a, a broader pattern that North Korea has, which is that they want to uh, create a crisis in order to pressure the United States back into talks on their own terms, right? And this is something that they've done for, for many years. Uh, it's not a healthy pattern to get into, um, but oftentimes it works because uh, the, at least at the current moment, the U.S. has many other things to worry about, You know, China, uh, Ukraine, and so uh, uh, the U.S. has other priorities. And North Korea like it needs to get back on the agenda, similar to how it was during the Trump administration in 2018, Uh, by conducting these provocative acts that get on the U.S. radar uh, and and signals uh, that North Korea is uh, a concern to be dealt with, right? And sometimes you need to do provocative acts so that the media focuses on you. Again, it's not a healthy pattern to get into, and I think uh, we need to try to think of a new way to get around it.
0: Frank Alm is senior expert on Northeast Asia at the U.S. Institute of Peace. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thank you, Julie. Great to talk. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.